What is the answer? Why do bad things happen to good people? So this question was posed to the grand world Jewish leader, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, known as the Rebbe, in the early 60s. And um, he, he was dealing with trying to heal a nation that was so decimated and so broken up from the terrible um, just the fallout from the Holocaust, those who survived, survived so broken and so broken apart, the faith was shattered. And, and that the question was, Rebbe, how does God allow this to happen? So the only way the Rebbe was able to, at the time, explain the one who's asking the question is to put it in a parable, in some way for our limited logic to comprehend what exactly happened. So the Rebbe used a parable, someone who grew up in a very uncivilized jungle, was very uh, distant from civilization, has never really encountered civilization, shows up randomly at a civilized city. He's never been to a city before. He enters the city, he looks and he sees a building which is a hospital, never seen a hospital before. He walks into the building, looks around. He peeks through the room, which is an operating room. And he sees how the surgeon is amputating the person's leg. This ignoramus from the jungle bursts into the operating room, grabs the saw away from the surgeon and starts shouting at the surgeon, how dare you cut off this person's leg? You murderer, you sadist, how can you do this? And the surgeon and the surgical team looks at him and, and, and says, what do you mean? This person has gangrene. He says, what's gangrene? Never heard of it. All I know is you're cutting off his leg. The surgeon says, gangrene? Is a, is a poison that's invading his body. If we don't amputate his leg, he's going to die. Says, what are you talking about? How could he die? It's his leg. He's not going to have to walk anymore. Realizing that the disparity between an uncivilized individual from the jungle to the master surgeon is so far apart that there's absolutely no way that this ignoramus could grasp anything that the master surgeon is doing. So the Rebbe explains, we are very similar in the spiritual realm, in the godly realm, for us to try to understand God, as is the disparity between a jungleman and a master surgeon. So how can we even consider to try to understand God's ways. Now, that being said, it's not an answer, why do bad things happen to good people? But what it does help us understand, that there is a God, there is the omnipotent, there is the infinite God who's loving, caring, and for whatever reason, has us going through what we have to go through. And not necessarily because it's painful and it's sad, isn't necessarily bad. 
I remember as a young child, my dear father, blessed memory, sat with me and taught me a verse from Kabbalah, from mysticism. And it's quoted from the Bible, from the Torah, with the words in the book of Deuteronomy, it says that God will test you to see your commitment. Now, the word test, nisayon, the very first two letters is nes, is also the word that is loosely used at times that represents a flag. When something bad happens to us, when we are going through a very difficult time, we need to understand that this moment may actually be a test from God. When you prevail and you succeed, that you make it through the storm, then you are going to be rising up like a flag. The test is not a test to take you down, but rather to lift you up. The reality is we are God's children. God is not going to give us something that we cannot handle. The challenges that we are faced with are challenges that we are equipped to deal with. There was once a congregation who approached a rabbi and says, Rabbi, we just cannot take it any longer. We are suffering way too much. We have so many problems, so much pain and suffering. We just can't handle it. Why is God giving us such hard burdens? We cannot bear them anymore. Rabbi, please pray to God to take these hardships away from us. These are the challenges are too hard for us. We just can't handle it. So the rabbi heard enough and says, you know, I, I have perhaps an answer for all of you. He called for a community meeting. Everyone came into the community room and the rabbi gets up and explains, says, listen, this is life. No one has a contract with God that life is going to be super easy. We all are going to be facing difficult times somehow, one way or another. No one has it just easy, just not the way life was designed to be. As human beings, we're going to go through a journey of life. Some are going to have a good, some are going to have it bad, some are going to have it ugly. But we're going to make it through life. And the challenges that we have are challenges that we are going to learn how to deal with them. But Rabbi, I cannot handle this challenge that God gives me. I cannot. So the Rabbi explains to them, I have a solution. He passes around pencils and papers to everybody who's gathered there. And he says, I want you right now to write down on this piece of paper, what are your challenges today? What are the challenges that you were dealing with? Don't put your name down. Just write down what are your challenges. Everyone wrote down the challenges and then they passed the papers up to the rabbi. The rabbi laid out the papers on the table and he says, you know, no one is going to get out of life without a challenge. We're all going to have challenges. Now I'm going to give you guys a choice to pick what you want your challenges to be. So I want you all to go up to the table and read through the challenges that are on the table. 
And I want you to pick out what challenge would you prefer to have to deal with. The members lined up in the queue and each one went to take a challenge that they felt that they could handle. As they read and perused through all the challenges that others wrote down, they say, oh my God, is that what? No, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with, I can't deal with that. Until they found their own challenge. They say, you know what? I can handle this one. At the end of the evening, everyone ended up picking the challenge that they actually wrote down. This anecdote, this parable, is, is a quiet telling of life. That God is a kind God, a loving God. But we are so limited with our apprehension, a comprehension of what God has in mind, that it's no point of us trying to figure it out. Rather, by accepting it and growing from it and building from it and realizing the challenges that God divvies out to us, it's a challenge that you could make a choice. Is this challenge going to be a test that's going to rise you up like a flying flag? Or is this challenge going to bury you? I want to share with you a parable which would truly personify this concept. There was a donkey who fell into the deep well at the village. It was so deep that there's no way for the donkey to be rescued. The villagers gathered around the well and they looked down and they saw the donkey struggling. And they realized that the donkey is not going to make it out of the well. It's just not going to happen. So the villagers decided, why should the donkey suffer? Let's take the donkey out of his misery. It was rather a dry well. There's no water on the bottom. It was just an empty dry well. Let's bury him right there. They gathered together wheelbarrows of sand and they took the shovels and they started to send the dirt down on the donkey to bury him, to take him out of his misery. As the shovels start to shed the dirt on the donkey, the donkey looked up and realized what's happening. Here, the villages are dumping dirt on him to bury him. The donkey realizes that his end is near. He had a decision to make. Will I surrender to be buried? Or can I be committed to being rescued? As they were shoveling the dirt down on the donkey to bury him, the donkey decided every shovel of dirt that's coming at him 
he's just going to shake it off to under his legs. As the dirt came down to bury him, he was using that same dirt to become a platform to rise him up. So much dirt was thrown at him, but the dirt that was thrown at him did not bury him, but it lifted him up. And eventually, he was able to climb out of the well with all the dirt that was thrown at him. That dirt that was designed to bury him actually lifted him up. So ultimately, the answer to the question, why does bad things happen to good people, is a question that we'll continuously ask. But during the time period that we ask the question, we're not going to let it bury us. The question will be asked, but we're also going to realize that there is a God in heaven who loves us, who created us, who cares for us, who sustains us. This loving and caring God suffers with us when we suffer. May God bless you. God loves you.